2: We've passed the halfway point of the 2019 Pro Bowl vote. Who do you want to see in the game? Vote today at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl vote.
3: The Around the NFL
2: podcast is having second thoughts about hashtag scam for Sam. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Anzis, and I'm joined in a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up, boys? Hey, Dan. I have for the record. I have zero. Right. Where did that come Second from? Second thoughts or whatever that even means. But uh, the Jets suck, and I have to deal with that reality for another year. And we're going to get to them a little bit later. Maybe longer. The uh, <laughs> Probably many years longer would be my guess. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. This is going to be one of the busiest Sunday shows of the year, because not only do we have uh, to talk about all the teams, no buys, Greg. Nice. That means we're in the stretch run. We are in the stretch run. There's also some big NFL news in a couple different locations, including uh, where we will start today
0: uh, to Green Bay. Here's the snap placement, kick end over end to the uprights, and it is no good. Oh, my God. Oh, my no. Oh my
4: and word. the
0: Arizona Cardinals have defeated the Green oh Bay Packers my 20
2: to 17. Mm, there is the voice of Wayne Larravee and Larry McCarran, Packers Radio Network. The disappointment in their voices matches the disappointment of the th- 2018 Green Bay Packers who lose again, uh, this time at home to the Arizona Cardinals, 20-17, the final. This was uh, as low as it gets for the Packers, and it led to some hashtag breaking news. There it is that Mike McCarthy is no longer the head coach of the Green Bay Packers and a, and a move that shocked a lot of people. Uh, the Packers decide to you know, do away with the farce of, of just letting the season play out. They knew McCarthy was no longer their guy, so they, they make the decision, Greg Rosenthal, to move on. McCarthy had a, a, a fantastic start in Green Bay but a really tough finish, and now Joe
5: Feldman takes over for the rest of the season. It's an offseason of change coming It's a head start to find the next coach. So why go on with the charade of of making Mike McCarthy go through what would inevitably be a painful month? Because if you can't beat the Cardinals at home, you're probably going to lose some more games. And it would just be miserable for a guy who has won a lot of games there. Since he got hired, only the Patriots have had more 10-win seasons Uh, than McCarthy and the Packers. And so I think that was the frustrating part of the McCarthy era is that they were always in the mix, but his game management, his inability, I think, to evolve with the time. At at the time he was hired, he was kind of thought of as a forward thinker, a guy who was very pass-happy, people thought too pass-happy, a Sean Payton disciple. Uh, But it worked for a while, but it has not worked for the last few years.
6: It feels like this was bound to happen, but if you look over the course of the season, There was was some bad luck and some poor football in key situations, but this team, it wasn't bound to happen. Clay Matthews had those plays in the Vikings and Redskins games that turned against the Packers. Uh, Crosby missed some big kicks. You had the fumbles in the Rams and Patriots game that were big. Aaron Jones wasn't playing enough. You had the injuries at wide receiver and defense. It was a lot of events that conspired
3: against the Packers who were in most of the games this year. Well, I also think that last year's team – revealed that as soon as Aaron Rodgers is not in the mix and capable, the Green Bay Packers were not a very good football team. And they continue to not be a very good team around Aaron Rodgers this year. And Aaron Rodgers turned 35 today. And Mike McCarthy, for all his wins, and he did do overall – he. If you could have known that you would have had that many intriguing winning seasons and a Super Bowl title, it's not just on Mike McCarthy, but you now have a 35-year-old Aaron Rodgers and a coach that spent his entire career in Green Bay with Brett Favre and Rodgers and won one Super Bowl. I view that as a disappointing result with the end game being winning Super Bowls. Make no mistake, this is going to be probably the top
2: job, I think a lot of people are going to say, Uh, in the offseason because you get to go to a a, a historic franchise with an all-time quarterback, and you get to be the guy that potentially turns things around. But the other thing, don't mistake this to be a situation. They're going to go bring in a new guy, and all of a sudden the Packers are going to be okay because this has not been just about Mike McCarthy or just about Aaron Rodgers not having his greatest season this year. There is a lot of rot, rot in the foundation in Green Bay, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done.
5: I, I don't think this is a bad roster though. At least going into it's the, okay, but it's the, going not, into the year, I thought it could a be a Super roster. Bowl type type winning roster. And you, we, you saw with Sean McVay, if you have the right person with the right vision and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, there's certainly no worries about rebuilding or anything. This they should be a team that can contend. I've already seen uh, Josh McDaniels thrown out as a but the next the next
3: coach important. cannot wait. Four years to make it happen. Aaron Rodgers is 35 years old.
6: We we had this similar discussion a couple of years ago. What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers? What's wrong with Mike McCarthy? And to me, it always comes down to trust. I think the trust between the two of them has dissolved over the last two years. I think Aaron Rodgers didn't like it that Alex Van Pelt was replaced by Frank Cignetti, PI, mm-hmm. as the quarterback's coach. He didn't like it when Jordy Nelson was sent packing. And this offense, because of the style in which he plays, that improv style, he doesn't always execute Mike McCarthy's offense, which means he has to have a lot of chemistry and trust with the offensive line, the running game, and the wide receivers. And when Jordy Nelson's gone, Randall Cobb's out, Geronimo Allison's out, you're mixing in all these rookie quarterbacks. There's not that trust level when the play breaks down.
5: He needs a new voice. That'll be it'll be exciting to see, I think, for football fans to see a new voice. They just did it a year too late. I mean, I'm not cel- you're not celebrating a guy getting fired, but I think last the end of last season was the logical time to do it. They wasted this year.
2: And it, this stuff is always kind of funny to me the way sports works. But Mason Crosby uh, misses a 49-yarder that would have put the game in overtime. So he makes that kick. N- you don't file fire Mike McCarthy. So I guess had the team internally decided we're going to keep this guy around until we lose one more game. Is that what? I think what maybe we so. Was, I think
3: or? to Greg's point that it had gotten negative enough, and in, in ways we don't even know. And Losing it at home to the Cardinals
5: is is different than a normal. At 4.4 yards per. Play against the Cardinals, who have a very good defense, but that's you're an offensive team. You can't do
3: that. look outside of that Bears win, and when we were in London in Week One, the opener. I mean, they have the wins over the Bills, Niners, and Dolphins. There's nothing to point to to keep Mike McCarthy around beyond the season, right. so make it happen and get the search going.
2: And this is probably a B or even a C story uh, connected to this game, but Steve Wilkes, who there were reports entering uh, Sunday's play, that he his seat is very hot, even though he mm. just took the job. This is a pretty nice win for Steve Wilkes. so perhaps the game that gets McCarthy fired
5: buys Wilkes another year? We'll, we'll have to see.
3: Is that a good thing if you're a Cardinals fan? I wonder.
5: that that That's an interesting report because it makes you wonder about Steve Keim, too. Is he going to be allowed to fire and hire another coach?
6: Well, Rapsheet reported... Sunday morning that both of those guys are on the hot seat.
5: Right.
2: And Kaim, they actually it looks like their draft class isn't bad. It's more an issue it's of not what good. happened off the
5: field with Kaim and and that was a stain. It's
6: wild, I don't though. think the Cardinals draft class is
5: that good. It's wild though that the Cardinals have won 3 games and the Packers have won 4.
6: I don't think They're, it's that wild. But but you keep telling me how wild <laughs> The that Buccaneers is. have won more games than the Packers.
5: Let's move on.
2: Like the he Packers takes the did. Snap. Giants bring pressure. Oh, Daniel slides cheap. left. Now throws oh, yeah. a deep ball down the middle of the field. Pass batted away, incomplete. Janoris Jenkins knocked it away, and the Giants will win the ball game, thirty to twenty-seven in overtime. One last fun fact: the first Cardinals win in Lambeau since nineteen forty-nine. Wow! <laughs> Who was the president, Wes?
3: Uh, Taft. Taft. I don't know. Truman? Harry Truman. <laughs> no, you yeah, Taft is ridiculous. Wow.
6: They would have been the Chicago Cardinals then. Are you a Russian operative, huh?
3: No, <laughs> I, you know what? George Washington. I just threw out the, the first old president that came to mind, and Taft was an absurd answer. I will <laughs> be leaving early.
2: Janoris Jenkins broke up a Chase Daniels pass on fourth and long. The final play in a wild 33-30 to 30 win for the G-O over the Bears at the Meadowlands. The Bears wiped out a 10-point deficit with less than two minutes to play in regulation. They kicked a field goal, then they recovered an onside kick. Only the fourth onside kick recovered all season, by the way. The streets are talking by the Bearside kicks. Not by, the Bears. Kicks. Not by that, the Bears.
3: By anybody. Is that any higher or lower than any other Kills It's lower. Up. The the Kills new low. rules
5: people believe have has made it more difficult.
3: Okay. I'm not I don't uh feverishly track that stat typically during season so so thank you
5: wake up, sheeple.
2: Then the Bears <laughs> scored on the trick play throw as time expired from Tariq Cohen to Anthony Miller. Uh, But it wasn't meant to be for the team of around the NFL. And they'll be fine. They're 8-4. And uh, and the Vikings and and the Packers and the Lions, everyone in the uh, NFC North lost, in fact, uh, this week. Uh, So the Bears don't lose any ground. But uh, still, uh, this is not a a, a great uh, day for Chicago. But it's a reminder that it's time, Wes, for Mitch Trubisky to get back onto the field because – Chase Daniel ultimately, even though he made some plays and kept this game in the mi- and kept the Bears in the mix, he's a limited quarterback, and the sooner you can get Trubisky back, the better you can feel about the team of ATN.
6: Absolutely, I think Trubisky's a little underrated, and Chase Daniel became a little overrated last week after that game against the Lions. <laughs> and Trubisky, from all reports, looked really good throwing the ball before the game on Sunday, and he's fully expected to play next week in a big game against mm. the Rams
5: you need you need offense i mean you can't count on your defense to win games on their own and you you look at the final score and you think Wow, the Bears' defense maybe not their best game, but then then you look, it's like the the Giants had seven drives in the first half. You know, seven or eight more in the second. When you when you have an offense with the Bears that are having these short drives that are turning the ball over, they did it three times. There's only so many times you can stop a team in 2017. Like they they had sixteen drives. They only they only eighteen. What year is it? It's
2: like they only I mean, had three hundred you know, yards this in this game. This podcast
3: does not have a grasp over basic facts. That's what you're learning about twelve minutes in.
2: Uh, Greg, you're right. By the way, you, you've said this a couple of times, and I, I agree with you. The Giants, who've showed some life, they blew that game against the Eagles last week. But the only thing really separating Big Blue from these other NFC East
5: teams is a
6: couple games that they blew.
5: I mean, the Cowboys are way. The better Cowboys are the playing Giants. better now. My, my point on the Giants is, I think when you look at them on bounds, they're more of a six and ten team. They're not like they don't look like a three or a four win team. They're a six or seven win team, and they'll probably end up there. They're now they're got, they're they're not good. I'm just saying they're they're like the twenty
6: second. The There's two most talented players right. on the field. Every time they take the right, field, exactly,
2: and and that helps. And and even in a quiet game, Saquon Saquon Barkley went over well over 100 yards from scrimmage. He is getting closer and closer to just locking up that rookie of the year uh, uh, award. And uh, one last note from the Giants, since you brought up Beck- Beckham, uh, he caught a lot of heat, and even the owner kind of came after him a little bit in the press. But week after week, this guy is producing. In this game, he had a really fun touchdown pass. Uh, to another shepherd, which I'm way down on two uh, the same two shepherds on the same team. Oh, you can't do that.
6: They even spell it the same.
2: Yeah, and and, and with the spelling that. too. Right. Can we calm down a little bit with that? <laughs> and, and he also had a receiving uh touchdown on fourth down. So calm
6: down on spelling.
2: Yeah. If the uh Wes, you are very lucky. You're very fortunate that the Giants blew that game last week. Can you imagine what would be going on in New York? Well there's already one last week.
6: There's already talk Ralph Facciano had a report last week. Hey Ralphie Vatch a source Yikes. close to the team saying that, you know, they certainly haven't ruled out Eli Manning starting again next year. And that doesn't – I mean, that
3: actually Don't makes do. sense, right? Until you have somebody better mm. than him, you can't rule him out. One quick thing on the Bears. Like, I know we can just look past this and say they'll be fine. Everything's okay. I This, this division, number one, is the most underwhelming division around. I mean, does anyone want to make a statement? Go on the They've road and great. be – the NFC North. I mean, I was the, the Bears. Just the Bears. I said the division. Just
5: the Bears. Yeah, I was and they have, have they
3: been great? You have the Rams, Packers, and Vikings left. I'm not going to kill my them. My one concern is the if the Cowboys are going down some sort of road where they're peaking, you're not assured a home playoff game necessarily. How about Tariq? We'll see. I'm just saying they they split games with their backup quarterback. Tariq Cohen's out there catching 186 yards. I get it. Endless hype to... videos, but I'm telling you, this. Div- I said the division <laughs> is an under is an underwhelming. You know, piece of junk. The Mark, NFC you've North. had some
2: of these teams that you didn't like, and a lot of them have fallen off the radar. You should be happy. Is the team
3: of ATN now in your sights? No, but I do think that you need to show you can go on the road and beat the Giants. It's it's concerning. You have your backup quarterback, backup. though. I'll give you that. I got you though. But it's not just hey, they're fine. Everything is great. They don't get a pass. I give them a pass. One and I one. I don't give Chase them a pass. Daniel on I don't. the road, whatever. Nope.
6: Let's move on. <laughs>
2: Brady takes a snap, drops
6: back, under pressure, slides up, throws down the middle, pitched by Gordon at the
2: five. 5th, pitched on the
6: Oh yeah! Touchdown, Patriots! And number 5, 79, in the career of Tom Brady!
2: Feed him, man! Oh, come on. They're there, I'm telling you, the outside plays are there. Credit Brady for hanging in the pocket. There's a little pressure, he slides up. This is up, too much of this was cut, I don't like On the backside to Gordon. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough of you, Zolak. Oh, it's on the outside,
3: like as if Tom Brady doesn't see it, but Scotty Z sees it. I mean, he proved in New England that he did not see a whole lot on the field. So. Bob Sochi and Zolak of the
2: Patriots Radio Network with a call. Tom Brady passed for 3.11 and a touch. The Pats defense tightened up in the crunch, and New England kept on, kept churning to that inevitable 13 and 3. 24-10 win over the Vikings. at Gillette, Greg disapproving, <laughs> glare at me. Greg, it took the Pets some time to figure it out on offense, but they did a nice win here.
5: Really good win. I mean, it didn't feel inevitable a couple weeks ago. This studio thought this year felt different, and we get it both ways for the right. Players. I know that yeah. it's like when they win, it's of course they won. When they lose, <laughs> the dynasty is officially it's over. Greg, the burden yeah. that you
3: bear, the burden yeah. that you bear it's is like it it's is
5: hard to put one, words to one lot, but. I have tried to save and keel. Oh, oh! Yes. Well, this is precious. I got to be a Patriots fan for a week, and I love double, it. Double do it. I lock. Oh, it. we. Do- oh, no! What? There's two locks. That's
3: all. No, I know, but you said
4: double do it.
5: <laughs> I'll accept that. All right. well i lose Erica. the lock this week just for wait. Let's
2: get this for well posterity, Greg. Yes, good win for the Pats.
6: <laughs> oh, this just feels wrong.
3: Yeah, it does. It I was. Mean, oh but, my God, you, know, you can't argue it. Just it let them. It was really
5: funny. Just, it's, it's, it's having Dan Root for them. It's despicable. <laughs> it's it's ugly. But now that the case, it up. now that Wes and Mark has turned against them, it's good to have them dead on. Board.
6: I'll give I'll give them credit. They are certainly. They're 6-0 at home, and they look like when they play at home, they are one of the best teams in the NFL. You guys
5: went out on a limb with that They're lock, not They're not the best uh, <laughs> Patriots team, but they're getting healthy at the right time. And what I really noticed last few weeks, the coaching has done an incredible yeah. job. McDaniels came in with a, a very set game plan today of what he wanted to do, had a lot of tricky plays, adjusted well, I would say, during the game. But more importantly, Brian Flores, their defensive coordinator, is dialing up a lot of blitzes. They confused Kirk Cousins. They made him... Uh, you know, check the ball down again and again. He ended up bo- you know below five yards per attempt in this game. Uh, they seem to confuse him. A lot of free rushers getting at him. I like what they're doing
3: on defense. Good analysis, Greg. But you totally buried the lead, Erica. What really happened in this game? Oh no. A
4: thousand words on Brady's one thousand rushing yard.
3: Not a thousand. Cool.
4: Words. Awesome. Fun. Stupid people on Twitter. Jealousy. Hard. Magical. Titillating. Exciting. <laughs> Masterful. Precise. Exact. Hot. Lanky. Slow. Timing. Gillette cannons patriots execute play calling a thousand would appealing, take
5: the rest of the show
4: astonishing breathtaking we dangerous to to dramatic flashy it. hectic <laughs> impressive interesting intriguing all right we got lively <laughs> oh my god we got, we, got we got it wait till the end okay able-bodied brawny fit able-bodied still. lusty strapping lusty. sturdy incredible sexy thank you next 1000 <laughs> dab times 10 it was 100 words <laughs>
3: Well done, <laughs> very. I like very precise. I like lanky. Not
2: one of my favorite uh, Twitter subplots of the. Even though I was a Pats fan for a day, Greg, and <laughs> felt great, and it was mm-hmm. so rewarding. It just it was easy. It was it just felt inevitable. All of it. Um, (laughs) but the all the all the bits both from Twitter and the major publications of the New England era area having fun with a thousand rushing Mm. yards of Tom Brady.
5: I'm gonna make a real football point on it. That was a great play that points out why Tom Brady is Tom Brady. That three yard gain, he had, um, He had a hard count before the snap that got the Vikings to show their blitz. He realized it was going to be a free rusher right at him, and it was going to ruin the play. He decided to run the ball the second he got it, which you almost never see. It was basically a quarterback sneak. So he knew
3: what the play was going to be before it, and he picked up a key first down because of it. Look, I mean, the thing is also from the Vikings side, if you this this another NFC North team that I do not I cannot buy them in the playoffs. There's no way they're going to roll at home. They're going to have to go on the road, and this is what you're going to get. They need to this be more of an part one off, and part two. They need to be more of an offensive team, and they just aren't getting it done. They were
5: able to, the Patriots were able to shut down Diggs and Thielen. They've gotten worse under Cousins and Filippo on offense for whatever reason. Uh, it's just a fact they
3: have to go to Seattle next week. You might be after paying a king's ransom for Kirk Cousins six six and one. Heading into your Mm. final three games. And, and,
5: you know, everyone wants – I get why everyone wants the Patriots to take a dirt nap and everything. But you look at the four teams that made the conference championship or uh, the divisional – the conference championship last weekend. Like, where are they right now? You know, the Eagles are probably not going to make the playoffs. The Vikings, we just saw this. The Jaguars are not going to make the playoffs. So even in a down year, it's like I appreciate how that they can – stay in the mix and it's you can lock do. up you can
3: lock up new england against miami next week and is continue your. Odds, i might you know they're, they're in, in the, the mix the
5: every year that's what i'm saying but no, it's like that hard to do that the final four teams they're the only one that's back in it and all we're talking about this year or a lot of it is that they're not at the same level they're not but they're figuring out ways
2: that's something i brought up on this podcast and the scientists you guys have kind of shot me down on it kirk cousins i guess he's having a great year but Dice, in this game, it's getting worse. I'm getting. I'm getting ready to see them. Them steal a game in New England, and, and he show. He doesn't show this up. This was
3: not an quarter. impressive showing.
5: He he's had a <laughs> couple of his worst games in the last few weeks. I would agree. Kirk
6: Cousins' criticism cracks me up. It's like only what happens when you're watching the game matters. <laughs> and last week, because we're recording a podcast while he's out playing Aaron Rodgers, like nobody right. pays attention to it. He had a great game last week. Two.
5: Yeah, two of the last three weeks he struggled. Mark's right about you're, their you're record. Right. It is what it is. The, the Patriots It's, it's back not field. just on Cousins either. Just. But Rex Burkhead returning helps this team. The, the backfield of White, Michelle, and Burkhead is really strong. They've kind of become a run-first team that wants to play a little heavy, and I think that Well, we know they well. like the Whites, so –
6: They're looking a lot strong. Of ja- a
5: lot of James in They're
6: looking strong. They're looking healthy. They got, they got big wins when attrition had set in a month or two ago, and now they're rolling.
5: 18
2: straight winning seasons for the Patriots. The only team that has had more – this surprised me a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys went twenty straight, sixty-six to eighty-five. Mm. Let's move, move on. Gil Brad. Gil Brad. has been He's hit as he closed the ball up. It's intercepted, kicked off at of the twelve-yard line. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have four today. What an interception! Diving for it, Adams again. And Andrew Adams has a hand trick today. That is his third of the ball game.
3: Now that's folksy. That's
2: Gene Decker. Ah! Buccaneers Radio Network. Cam Newton's fourth interception of the afternoon. Doom the Panthers, who continue their surprise free fall. A 24-17 loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is four straight losses for the Panthers. Jameis Winston was the better quarterback in this one, uh, thrown for 249 and two touchdowns. And that's two straight wins since Winston got his starting job back. Greg, they're hanging around at 5-7. Uh, But let's start with the Panthers. What happened to this team?
5: This was the bizarro Panthers game, and it does not uh, bode well for the rest of the season. Greg Olson announced after the game that he injured his foot again. He's done for the year. Cam Newton had to be taken out on the final play of the game because Tyler Hankey now has – or Heineke has a, a stronger arm than him and can actually reach the end zone on the oh, Hail Mary, yikes. which Cam Newton could not on the play before. You could see he, he wound up. He only threw it about 45 yards. And it was just a bizarro game where – the Panthers actually got the ball four times in the fourth quarter down by a touchdown. It was the Buccaneers' defense who kept stopping them over and over. So we've said that this is a, an offense-first team, but it was really the offense of the Panthers that had chance after chance when, when their
3: defense finally stood up uh, late in the game and they couldn't get it done. Four sacks, four picks, nine hits on Cam Newton. Since I decried against this uh, Panthers team, they are 0 and 4, and I was dumb enough on Thursday to say that I was wrong about that. Well, I was not wrong. <laughs> I do I, That was the most Sesler. I know because I watched everywhere. that. I, I have wa- no
5: idea how it ended up, but in the in the end, you looked. <laughs> I watched good, that Seahawks. I
3: watched that Seahawks game and Nobody thought that they had. Nobody would remember the Thursday. I don't. Yeah, you made. I don't even know huh? what you were. What well, happened I then. hold myself to a higher <laughs> standard. I admit when I'm wrong. Apparently, <laughs> but you're Learned saying you're not it. wrong.
2: Huh? You're saying you're not wrong?
3: I was wrong, but I was not wrong initially. Okay. So I'm—I'll re- use one of your words. I'm recusing or taking away <laughs> the little comment I made on the other show, and Wait, ignore what's it. Happening right now. I don't know. <laughs>
5: by, the, by the way, sources—I um, have some sources within the television industry. Uh, oh, do you? Yeah. That let say the in the hunt graphics next week—they might have to put the bucks back in there. Oh no! You
3: love this. I'm sorry. You have a great point, though. I'm in, sorry. Hu- in the hunt, these producers should not feel compelled. They to were put three and seven.
5: Now they've won two straight. They're five and seven, and that wild card keeps getting you know the, the you floor what.
3: for it gets lower. In and lower. the hunt
5: for what? The idea of
2: minutes, the idea of what the playoff picture looked like three or four weeks ago, and what it does now in the NFC, because the Green Bay and Carolina free fall has opened up some wild possibilities for teams that yes Mark no one, none of these teams are going to win the Super Bowl but you know, it's a successful season for a lot of franchises just to get to the playoffs and be playing relevant games
6: in January. Can I add a little yeah. perspective? Please do. The Buccaneers next <laughs> opponent is a pissed-off New Orleans Saints team. Okay. And then they go at Baltimore, at Dallas. Okay. Season well, I'm over. not saying the Bucks are the
2: team, but there are other teams like the defending champion Eagles who all of a sudden are feeling a lot better about themselves.
5: They have, it is funny, though. Jameis Winston is almost like he's playing. Now he's playing the role of like the quiet leader where he's, he's trying Trying to turn down the rah rah. He's definitely playing more conservative, which seems to be working for him. Chris Godwin went <laughs> God mode today. One of my favorite young guys in the league. Mm. They were can't, fun to watch.
6: Can't wait till Jameis Winston is right back where he belongs—the 19th best quarterback in the NFL. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's my
2: second favorite, like um, humble, like story that I've heard today. That while watching the Ravens game, I was told by the announcers that you know in the quarterback room he's not RG3 anymore. He's Rob. Right. What? <laughs> right. They they're, no. they're 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 He's stripped away all on a sell- bumper it. sticker. They stripped it, it all away. He's robbed now.
5: He, huh. The the bigger story for me out of this game is there's some whisper there was before a, a national report that Ron Rivera could be on the hot seat and if you think about the fact that they have a new owner that's a lot of times when coaches and GMs get you know, well, know out that and they're 6 and 6 and if it doesn't go well down the stretch it is disarming to see a defense this bad week after
3: it was that the, the owner wanted to make massive sweeping changes so this fan base has had enough of Ron Rivera for the past few I'm weeks I'm a little surprised by that but Me too
6: Let's move on
0: Mahomes with the snap Fires a bullet wide open in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Chris Conley on the catch as Mahomes fires a strike right over home plate and into the heart of the Raiders.
2: Nice wordplay, Mitch Holtis from the Chiefs Radio Network. Playing in their first game without Kareem Hunt. We'll get to that in a little bit. The uh, Chiefs got four more touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes, including, including that game icer to Chris Conley. Uh, the Chiefs hold off a stubborn Raiders team, 40-33, the final. The, Chief, the win proves the Chiefs' uh, record at 10-2, and keeping them atop the AFC for another week. Uh, and now we welcome back Nick Shook after uh, a few weeks away from the studio. Hey, Shooky, uh, this one uh, was not as easy as we thought it would be for the Chiefs.
4: No, surprisingly, because this is a Chiefs team that has been explosive all season, and this is a Raiders team that has been one of the worst in the entire NFL all season, and... For a moment in this game, it looked like it, but the Raiders fought back, and i got to give them a lot of credit. They played their butts off today. I know this is a longtime divisional rival. This is a team that they do not like, so of course they're going to get up for this game, but they really played above their heads. And uh, for a moment there, it looked like they might have tied this game, but they couldn't finish it off, of course. But the Chiefs, their main problem being they can't run the football. Uh Uh-oh. No surprise there considering what happened this week.
2: Yeah, so Kareem Hunt – Uh, had an incident last February in Cleveland, staying, uh, he was living, I guess, in a hotel in Cleveland. Uh, Was that the background? Was he living there? Anyway, he's from that area. He's from that area. Okay, so he was at a hotel in Cleveland. There was an incident involving uh, a woman, uh, and it turns out TMZ, once again, just like with Ray Rice years ago, uh, unveils the video of the incident, which shows Kareem Hunt physically assaulting uh, the woman, which leads to... Of his release by the Chiefs one day after being put on the uh, commissioner's exempt list. So a massive, massive
4: uh, situation unfolding in Kansas City. In a big void uh, in, in that backfield. You know, Spencer Ware only 14 attempts for 47 yards. And it was a situation where the Chiefs had a lead in this game. Hmm. And they couldn't sit on it because they just couldn't keep the ball on the ground. And yeah, granted, there was a lot of time left. But they went to the air a lot considering how much of a lead they had. And a lot of them ended up being Mahomes' missiles down the field, where he's just taking shots to Tyreek Hill and to other guys, and not completing those passes. One of them, Tyreek Hill dropped. But it was just kind of a, an uncharacteristic game offensively for the Chiefs, who still put up 40 points. But for about two and a half quarters, didn't quite right. look like that team.
5: Well, they they still had plenty of yards rushing in the end. They had 174 right. yards. They gave up, you know, scoring drive on six of the last seven drives the Raiders had. So the defense seems to be the bigger issue. But the decision to cut. Hunt, I think surprised a lot of people in the moment just because of the swiftness of, okay, this story pops up and he's no longer on the team. And it just kind of caps a, a pretty rough couple of weeks here for the NFL uh, between Reuben Foster and Kareem Hunt and for the Chiefs to, to make that decision and the questions of how did you not get the video at the time it just feels like it's it's 4 years ago all over again and the last thing kind of that the NFL wants to be dealing with or or that the Chiefs were dealing with I thought Hunt in his you know interview today on ESPN was pretty I, I don't know. I, it, you don't want to get, give him a, a pat on the back for how he was in the interview, but the way he spoke on that interview, I think he'll wind up being in the NFL again and the Chiefs just move on. The only thing
3: I'd say is that I know there's the commissioner's exempt list and he's probably not going to see the field this year, but the idea that you just ju- someone can pick you up on Monday – and jump right back into t- a new opening in your career after this, where I, I at least. It, it well, it applaud- sounds like he'll be
5: suspended for a long time because this is a m- multiple incidents that he had, and it's six. In theory, it's six games, you know, for the first incident, and so you would think that the suspension would be longer. But it raises, it just raises a million questions that are not easy to solve for the NFL or for anyone else, for like society of like when this popped up in
3: February. It's not like this is a secret. We wrote stories about this in February. But the but there was an element of dishonesty on his part. There was right. an element of not going farther enough to get the tape to find it out. It's, so you're right that it sets the NFL back. And if anything else, it shouldn't be a surprise to us, hopefully down the road, when a team like the Chiefs cuts the player, no matter who it is, because there needs to be consequences and a zero tolerance policy not how can we wiggle around this depending on who the player is and how much he means to our team as we're practicing to play the Raiders
4: and I don't think you'll see a shift in that and I don't know if you'll ever see this kind of shift in professional sports until a team values I think uh, maybe I don't even know if it's its image or just honesty and being morally right in a situation like this over winning which I don't think is going right because I mean it
5: you want to have the same standard across the league and every team and every player but that's easy to say. It gets a little complicated. I mean, you think of Ty- Tyreek Hill, who's on this team. You think of Joe Mixon. You think of a lot of people that are playing in the league. And so how do you how do you kind of make that standard that all the teams follow? The, the NFL clearly hasn't figured it out.
4: Yeah, there's no book on something like this.
5: Any other thoughts on the game, uh, Shook?
4: Uh, Derek Carr probably had his best game at, 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 that he's had as a part of the John Gruden Raiders. And that mm. was an encouraging sight to see. Spread the ball around really well, and uh, yeah, like I said before, you know they they really played their butts off, and you got to give them credit. It's it's a game that they'll feel good about, even though they lost.
5: If you're a Chiefs fan, just football-wise, the the defense coming out with a stinker like that after the bye week has to be kind of concerning. You you thought you were trending up a little bit.
2: In the race for the number one overall pick, now it's the two Bay Area teams with two wins. So keep a track, keep uh, keep an eye on that as we head down the stretch. Let's move on.
0: Matt Ryan hit and sacked on first down, ball is loose, Ravens recover, Tavon Young takes it in, touchdown Ravens! All out blitz, Wheat Martindale smelled blood in the water, he's bringing the house
6: first play, got a free runner, got the ball out, touchdown Ravens.
2: Jerry Sandusky and Rick McEwen of WBAL with the call. Hey, remember that dominating Ravens defense? It was back on Sunday holding an anemic Falcons offense to 131 total yards. Wow! And a 26-16 to 16 win uh, in Atlanta, right, Chuck? Yeah. In A-Town. Yeah. And Lamar Jackson ran for a score in this game. Uh, but, Nick, this game was all about what Baltimore's D did to that once fearsome Atlanta attack.
4: Yeah, held Atlanta to uh, under 200 yards of total offense, 131 total, which is uh, mind-blowing to think of in today's age of – of the NFL and, and how they can move the ball, and, and this is Matt Ryan who's thrown for a decent amount of yards this year. I mean, this is not some slouch back there at quarterback, but they could, they can't protect him. They couldn't protect him today, and they couldn't really utilize any of their weapons they had offensively. They have no running game. They cannot Nine. run it's such the ball. a
2: one-dimensional offense now. And to think where we were the beginning of the season, where it looked like same issues as last year, and then they seem to find it, the Falcons, and now they're right back and maybe even worse than ever under their offense coordinator, who you wonder if
4: Sarkisian is going to have a job after January first. Yeah, 1st. I, I feel like these are the. The last final weeks of Steve Sarkisian really? in Atlanta,
5: man, their offensive line I think has struggled, and I think yeah, personnel wise, I think they have to look at the you know the decisions that they've made there. Yeah. certainly, and you can't like okay, I looked at that number and I got and I thought 131 yards. Like, what is the defense doing? Because that that has to be a team effort. I mean, the, the Ravens might have had the best nine-point offensive half in NFL history. Four drives that took five minutes, eight minutes, six and a half minutes, four minutes. It ends up with three field goals and a clock killing drive to end the game. I mean, that just means the Falcons basically didn't have the ball in the
4: second half. And the greater problem too is when they did have the ball, all it became was Matt Ryan running for his life or or heaving the ball to Julio Jones, who was covered by multiple guys. I mean, there were multiple times where he'd just roll out and chuck it high because, well, if there's somebody on my team who's going to have a better chance of catching the ball than anybody else, it's going to be Julio. And a lot of those ended up in incompletions.
3: It's a huge win for Baltimore because you are isolated in that sixth spot in the AFC playoff chase and you know you have the Rams next week so they have they or go, do you not Am they I go to Chiefs, Kansas I City
6: I believe the Chiefs, Kansas yeah. City the in Chiefs. Kansas City and that's a good sign for your defense playing that way with that matchup on the horizon and um, rap sheet reported that there's a sense in Baltimore Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson will be splitting snaps in that game
4: I have a hard time really, really co-signing anything like that now Lamar has got a long way to go with throwing the football, and his strength is running. Obviously, uh, third time in in his career, where, or in, you know, in his career in, in starts that he's had 11 or more rushes, uh, and and he had you know 17 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. That's his greatest threat. He runs the speed option better than anybody else I've ever seen in the NFL. Primarily because it's not ran in the it's run in the NFL. So what do we learn from Bull Durham? <laughs>
5: You don't mess with a winning streak. Mm. That's true. I mean, what did we learn from Friday Night Lights? You can't be splitting the snaps between Vince Howard and JD McCoy. No. You got to learn from necessary roughness. I'm
3: just naming football shows. (laughs) Right.
4: (laughs) What did we learn from Rudy?
3: <laughs> or is that just a, a a report that's utter nonsense? That they're, they're continuing to try to play this soft PR game. There with is Joe something Flacco.
5: Harbaugh is like playing two different games right now. He's playing the like we're gonna win and,
4: and he save said my he job. believes
6: he has the best quarterback situation in the league, and he's playing this weird media oh, game right. too. He's loving it. He's
4: a bad liar. <laughs> I mean, he's obviously <laughs> Coach, right. I mean, come on. <laughs> they're
5: they're doing they're on. I wouldn't put it i I'm fascinated by that game though. Lamar Jackson in Kansas City, the way the the Ravens are playing something. Mm. No yeah, you can't I think with the Flacco thing and we we all have
2: some fun with the Fluco, but he's kind of the most decorated uh, important quarterback in Ravens history. Which Not, stretches to nineteen. Right. You have, to, right, which, which you have goes, to remember
6: how Harbaugh's talked about him in the past, too. Like, he has said, even when it was laughable at the time, that he'd rather have Flacco than any other quarterback in the NFL. Right. Well,
3: and the owner felt that. The owner either feel or felt feels that way or felt the way as well. And I mean, sometimes,
6: yeah,
2: sometimes, and the same thing with the, with the mess with the Giants and Eli last year, from the outside, it might all seem so silly, but on the inside, these quarterbacks are the face of the franchise, and they're, it's really a tricky balancing
4: act when you're trying to move on from them That's and a good the range in the mix. The wildest thing in this situation with this team <laughs> is I don't think he I don't think either makes the team significantly better or worse. They just makes them different. Mm. Right. Really? And yes.
5: I want to see look Jackson. at the schedule that Lamar Jackson I played
4: guess, compared to the. But three you also games can't totally c- hold
5: that against them. Just that they're, no, they're I, executing. They're doing no. kind of their their plan. You're right. I'd like to see it against a better defense. But how could you go away from it? Is my question.
4: I mean, I they're agree. winning games, so I, I can't disagree until they lose a game.
5: And don't forget when he says
2: uh, John Harbaugh that he's got the best quarterback situation in the league. Rob Griffin the third as well.
0: Rob. Rob. Yes, of
2: course,
4: please. Two for
2: four. I was always a fan. Rebranded. Let's move on.
0: Watson under setter, one back. Deshaun with a mini boot, looking, firing right side of the end zone, and it got a man. Jordan Thomas. Touchdown, Houston.
2: They made it look easy. Mark Vandermeer, Texans radio with the call. So, yes, the Ravens win. The Browns have flickering playoff hopes. Uh, they go into Houston, and it goes sideways. Deshaun Watson threw one touchdown pass. Baker Mayfield intercepted three times in the first half. A 29-13 win for the Texans, who have now won nine straight. Uh, they're 9-3. and three. Remember, they started 0-3. Pretty wild. They're in command in the AFC South with four weeks to play. Mark, Texans were unable to sack Mayfield in this one, but they still managed to make his
3: life difficult. They did. I mean, I, I know everyone wants to come out of this game talking about the interceptions, but the tone was set in a very ugly way for Cleveland and a very positive one for Houston. Houston. By the Browns playing is this deep safety scenario, two deep safeties that allowed Houston just to gash them with the run out of the gate. Watson through the air, hit his first eleven passes, and it was the, the the Browns right away were put on their heels, and then Mayfield came out. I think the one thing about Maker Mayfield is that he no matter what happens, he'll throw the ball downfield with aggressiveness and he's not going to shy away from that. But the first pick was a bad throw. The second one kind of felt a little bit like trying to make something happen when it wasn't there. And then on the third pick, and this is why, this is how you go down 23 nothing at the half, he threw a, a deep shot into the end zone that was taken away, obviously, interception. But it was a play where he could have probably ran for like 20, 25 yards and kept the drive alive, which I looked at. Not a, it's not a rookie mistake because I like the aggressiveness, but at the same time, a better decision could have been made there. He did come back in the second half and throw for 351 yards, and the offense looked like it had in recent weeks. I put this one on the defense. I think the Texans are – I think three weeks ago, the Texans, I was like, I get it, this nice little winning streak, but it, it's like I need to see more. They, in the with, their, with what they did on primetime and what they did today, they are rounding into shape. They're peaking at the right time. You're getting Lamar Miller, who I'd completely written off – As a real force on the ground, he's not the only person that can run the ball in Houston right now. And Deshaun Watson is making plays. And their defense, you know, we can spend all our preview shows because every preview shows me like, oh, J.J. Watt and Jadevian Clowney, they were not even in the box score today. They found a way to do it without those guys. So a very impressive performance by the Texans.
6: To me, the most important aspect of their winning streak has been, for the most part, they've gotten better every week. That I was skeptical all along that they hadn't really played good teams, and they hadn't played a complete game, and now they're starting to get the running game together. Their defense is legit. Deshaun Watson's playing well. It seems like they're.
3: it's all coming together for them down the stretch. When they can get, because they're not a team that's turned the ball over gotten takeaways, the last four weeks, I think they haven't had a single game other than maybe one in four or five weeks where they had two. To do what they did today, when you can force mistakes, they're pretty unbeatable.
4: I think back to the last time when I saw them get multiple takeaways and it was an the the final Nate Peterman game against the Bills. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and they, that turned that game around immediately. But they've they've recognized
5: they are not a good pass-blocking team, and they are a really good run-blocking team. I think going back to about week five or so, you see holes for this guy. I mean, Albert Blue isn't running 13 for 54 unless you're opening up some holes. He's kind of the get-what-you-block-for type of running back. So is Lamar Miller. I think he's, he's a solid starter, but he's a get-what-you-block-for. And so some of these teams – if you look at who's playing well right now, have kind of zagged while the rest of the NFL is zigging and, and established a little bit of a running identity between the Patriots I would include in that mix, the Ravens, the Seahawks. You, you have to do a lot more than that, but I think it's those teams at least seeing that's what they do well and they're leaning on
4: it. A, run, a running identity and something that the Jaguars built on last year, especially with their defense. And this is a Houston team that if they play good defense and they do that, then they don't get behind. They can beat anybody.
2: Right. Wes, this, this is why it's you know good times the team of Zeus
6: TL. That's not, <laughs>
2: that's, that's not a thing.
5: Wow, so you're not allowing Dan to jump I on that's So the team of West TL for a long time, that's kind of like your own little thing. Actually, you didn't like that initially. The team of West. Well, so but now you're like a now you have a IP on it or something.
6: Well, now that's because you guys refused to take my advice on the Chargers thing when you unilaterally <laughs> made them the team of ATL, even though this? they were boring you're, to watch. Like 2013, like four years ago. You you're like, sh- let's make this boring Chargers team the I, team of ATL. I would have thought that ago, like
5: a bout right. with cancer would let you let go of that, but you're still. You're the one who it. brought up the team of West DL.
4: <laughs> <laughs> How does that? How does that happen? By the way, how do you decide this?
5: Oh, uh, do, you
2: don't, don't even.
4: We want don't to have know. enough time. We no, have a lot of time time away to go one way or what?
2: Hey, shook. Um, it was great having you here.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: And uh, maybe come back next week. Yeah, Nice. Sure. And you're really filling out that
4: uh shirt. Almost made well, it
5: the whole show without you saying something. I
4: mean, look at him. I'm surprised you haven't asked if I'm going to go to the gym after this. You getting a pump No, I got to get ready to uh, watch Garth Brooks. Gotta rock the house that Rockney built.
6: You're a Garth guy? No. That's okay. that's tonight? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. You actually had me for a second.
2: Does anybody watch the telecast during the commercials? Garth Brooks about four hundred times
6: came up and it's a uh, big investment in Garth Brooks in 2018. Yeah, what year is this? <laughs> I don't know, but Garth
2: is filling out the Notre Dame Stadium. If you believe that. Hey, guess what? Uh Candid. Oh yeah, Candid makes it convenient, affordable, and easy to straighten your teeth. Candid's clear aligners are sent directly to your home and customized specifically for you to fix and straighten your teeth. Use their at-home modeling kit and then send back your impressions and some photos. Candid's network of highly trained orthodontists will then review your specific case and provide you with a 3D preview. Are you kidding me? Like it. Of what your treatment will look like after you receive your 3D preview. You decide if you want to move forward or not. That is Excellent. You're one step away from getting straighter, whiter teeth. Take advantage of Candid's risk-free modeling kit guarantee and go to CandidCo.com. That's CandidCo.com slash around to save 25% off your modeling kit. That's CandidCo.com slash around to get 25% off the price of your modeling kit. CandidCo.com slash around.
0: Luck out of the gun, four receivers into the
2: game, two to each side, ball in the far hash, takes a shotgun snap, again he'll throw, fires right side, the ball is caught, and the receiver for the Colts goes out of bounds, no, they're going to say he stays in bounds, it was caught by Eric Swope, and they're going to say Swope stays in bounds, and the game clock runs out, and the Colts lose, how is he not out of bounds right now? That was a terrible call by the side judge, his whole body landed on the chalk, the white of the out of
4: bounds line, and he called him in bounds.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Matt Taylor and Jim Sorgi of the Colts Radio Network with the call. Jalen Ramsey stacked up tight end Eric Swoop on the sideline with eight seconds to play. And uh, they ruled that Swoop's forward progress Swoop's forward progress had stopped. He was moving backward enough that even though he was pushed out of bounds, uh, you run the clock in that scenario when he's going backwards, and that explains it. It was the decisive play in the Jaguars. Stunning! Six to zip win over Andrew Luck at the big chlorine tank. The Colts entered Sunday averaging more than 33 points per game over their previous eight outings. Wes, how
6: did the Jags pull it off? Well, first of all, the Colts didn't deserve to win, and even if that call had gone their way at the end, they still would have needed a prayer to tie the game or to take the lead. Right. Um, It would have been
2: around the 30-yard line, 25, something like that. Yeah,
6: with not much time left. A time enough for one throw. You know – Credit to you and your Texans, love, because the Texans look like a better team than the Colts. And if you were of the opinion all along, hey, Wes is too high on the Colts. Um, They've been building this record against bad teams. Uh, Frank Reich's scheming and Andrew Luck's talent are covering up a lack of skill position talent. You would be right in this game. Uh, They missed starting center Ryan Kelly. They missed Jack Doyle at tight end. Eric Ebron is really good in the red zone at jumping and boxing out, as we said Thursday. He's not good at beating Telvin Smith and Miles Jack in the middle of the field or their safeties. He's not that kind of speed. And Ryan Grant is one of the worst starters in the NFL at wide receiver. Dontrell Inman would not be a second or third receiver for most teams in the NFL. Well, not a
5: team earlier this year.
6: The Jaguars' cornerbacks and safeties just put the clamps on these guys and did not let them get open. Yannick Ngakwe and Calais Campbell controlled – uh, the trenches, and this was similar to what the Cowboys did to the Saints the other night. They basically imposed their will and made everything difficult for the Colts offense. And the Colts have to go into Houston next week. Another good defense, and I think you might see their skill position talent doesn't match up all that well against them either. Are
2: you are you at, are you jumping on the off the Colts?
6: I'm conceding that the AFC South is the Texans. Hmm. It goes to Houston. Do you think the Colts are a playoff team? I would not roll them out for the playoffs, but I do think... They have the tiebreaker over Denver. I do think this game exposed some things, and the Jaguars' defense from 2017 showed up. Look, they've won a
5: lot of close games. I mean, the the Jaguars' game was down to to the last play when it was in Indianapolis. The last week's game against the Dolphins. I think the Colts have been a great story, and I think they have a chance to make the playoffs, but they're playing, because of what Wes said, at a talent deficiency. They're playing with small margins here. This is not a team that has necessarily been building. At least the last few weeks, it feels like they've, they've flatlined a little bit, and it's because of the talent. Well, credit
6: credit to Jacksonville defense. I mean, when you guys watch this game, you're going to say this is the 2017 Jaguars, and I think it has a lot to do with Blake Bortles being on the bench.
5: Like the And like they were, though, for three – plus quarters against the Steelers, the last home game that Jacksonville right. had. I mean, they looked incredible. That was about as three, as good a three quarters as we've seen from a defense all year. Their offense couldn't do anything for them. This time, they didn't need it from Cody Kessler. So congrats, Cody. I would just say First
3: that. First NFL win. In the journey of being a fan, that's though, if really you're a one and split, eight, how
5: long has he been in this league? Well, he had he had that set, that long losing streak with the Browns. What's up, Mark? Well, I mean, we, we were continuing a thought. That's all. Got, that's fine. You got upset. Don't get
2: upset just asking about the Cody Kessler thing. Go
3: ahead. I'm I'm absolutely fine.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Go ahead. I think my point has completely passed. Move on to your next chatterbox topic. Uh, <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. What was your point going to be?
6: I honestly have forgotten. <laughs> Nine career starts for Cody Kessler. So he finally he, gets one. If you ask him to score six points, I think he can do it. That's that's basically <laughs> right. the kind of game that Cody Kessler had. I don't know if he threw beyond five or six yards more than a handful of times. I mean, it was just. It was a lot of dump offs to TJ Yelda. And the Colts defense played almost as well as it. Colts defense was on fire. Danico Autry controlled the line of scrimmage there. Uh, let us move on. They toss it left to Lindsey.
2: Lindsey with behind Garrett Bowles, and Lindsay is loose. Here we go. Fed race 40. 35-30. Philip Lindsay down the sideline. 15-10-5. Touchdown, Denver. The longest play from scrimmage this year by the Broncos. And wouldn't you know who did it? Philip Lindsay. Dave Logan and friends of KOA with the call. Oh, one of Wes's boys dating back to the summer. Rookie Philip Lindsay ran for a career 157 and two scores, including that 65 yard sexy jaunt. The Broncos continue their playoff push, a 24 10 win over the Bengals in Cincinnati. Wes, everyone wants to play the Bungles these days, especially when uh, A.J. Green's getting carted off the field, which which is what happened today. But credit where credit's due, the Broncos, they're balling out right now. I hate myself.
6: (laughs) (laughs) This game was close for a while, and the Bengals' defense was healthy for a while. Um, Nick Vigil returned. Drake Kirkpatrick returned. Vontez Perfect was there until he concussed himself with a hard hit on another player. Um, and <laughs> knocked himself out of the game <laughs> it's uh it's happened like 14 times yeah well that's the way he plays but uh the Broncos in the end it's the rookies again Philip Lindsay who's now on pace for about 1250 rushing yards Wild. which would shatter Dominic Rhodes mark for most by an undrafted rookie um running back so Lindsay Cortland Sutton had a, a great 30yard touchdown catch and then um the defense I think you, you the one takeaway from the Broncos is this is a costly victory because Chris Harris is easily their top cornerback. He fractured his fibula, or it's believed that he fractured his fibula, will be out at least a month, and that's a big loss. Derek Wolf also injured the defensive end, and Josie Jewell, a linebacker, injured in this game.
3: I know the Bengals have a backup quarterback in there, and that's fine, but I do not know, and I know that they are change-averse from the top down. What is the argument? To keep this regime around, it is. This is every year. There's an argument to move on, and they continue to stick with Marvin Lewis. They are well, one and six in their last seven games, and look like one of the worst teams in the league. And if you possibly think about drifting into another off season and keeping the band together, I don't know what you're telling your fan base or Cincinnati as a city. It was a
6: balmy 63 degrees. Well, Marvin and Lewis clear. is an idiot in Cincinnati today and about forty four thousand people showed up for a sixty five thousand dollar or mm. sixty five thousand. I mean, will that get in-
3: the ownership's attention? I to me, like not
6: only is it a lost season, but if you're a Bengals fan, you have to be frustrated at hearing Hugh Jackson might have a chance to take over this team.
2: We I- joke around a lot on this podcast about the Bengals and how they're they're averse to change and but this is Marvin Lewis's sixteenth season. And they've never won a playoff game. It's,
5: it's unbelievable. You
2: need to make a move. What is going on? What are the photos so they, that Marvin Lewis they, has? I
6: really think they will on ownership. I think they will. This is they, another. Rap Sheet was busy this morning. He he reported that it's believed Marvin Lewis's second year on his contract next year is not guaranteed, and the Bengals can part ways with him.
5: I I like that the fact that whether his contract is guaranteed or not would like decide whether he's the
6: coach. <laughs> well, with ridiculous. the Bengals, it
5: might. It really might. Philip Lindsay, by the way, six point one yards per carry on the season. I mean, we're deep. We're going into week fourteen. That's, That's a, Jamal Charles. That character. is a wild number to have this late. Do yeah. Does this? Do we give John Elway credit for this
2: pickup?
6: Well, I I believe you have to right. I believe another team wanted him. Maybe it was the Dolphins, and his mom convinced him to stay yeah. home because he's a Colorado. He's a local. Guy. He's a local. Oh guy. no,
5: he's no. Undrafted. The answer is no. No, <laughs> no. credit Give to no way. He yeah. was actually a little miffed at the Broncos for not drafting him. I, I'm a no. I'm sa- I'm disappointed for Harris. He's a great player that he broke his leg, and it's disappointing for this defense because I would have liked to see what this team could do down the stretch. They were interested. They are. What? Well, you're writing them off now. That's a tough loss.
6: Hmm. But
5: Bryce they there. won the game. If, and they still have an
3: easy I'm schedule. I'm surprised, Greg, because you like to you know, move around the I'm not saying they're, they're teams, done. I'm just saying
5: losing Chris Harrison, we'll see on Derek Wolfe, lowers Cole. the bar of, of how good they can be. Let's check in with another wild-card contender in the AFC.
0: Mariota takes the snap. Looking, firing, caught, Davis, towards the end zone, he goes, he gets
2: in! is that big body to angle his way between two defenders and hit pay dirt for the titans first lead of the day with 36 seconds to go mike keith titans radio with the call marcus Mariota threw an 11-yard touchdown pass to Corey davis that's cd with 36 seconds to play josh mccown picked off a couple minutes after that, and the Tennessee Titans rally back from a 16-point deficit to beat my New York Jets 26-22 uh, in Nashville. That snaps a two-game losing streak for the Titans, and the Jets have lost six straight, a game in which, yes, they scored the first 16 points. They had a pick six. They had a blocked punt. But because they have a, a washed up, a very nice man. And I keep hearing week after week, because I'm probably the only person, me and my dad, watching Jets games at this point, what a competitor Josh McCown is. Oh, you know, the one thing you got to know about Josh McCown is he's a competitor. Oh, really? The professional quarterback playing as a competitor? <laughs> okay, thank you, announcers. But he can't play. He can't move this team. And it's not even if it was. You hate like,
5: to see Dan again. You
3: also, Josh like, softly McCown. retired at <laughs> <Yeah>. one point. <laughs> you yeah. so yeah, hate like,
5: to see that.
2: It's like, and it's not Josh McCown's fault. But the idea, they had the ball inside <laughs> the Titans uh, in the red zone time after time, and they're settling for all these field goals. And every Jets fan knows it. Every Jets fan knows it, uh, that once you get to halftime, as long as you're not down about 30 points to the Jets at the half, which doesn't happen, you're going to come back because that's what happens uh, on Todd
6: Bowles' teams. How, how lucky are the Titans to still be in the playoff hunt in this game? I had an eye on it at the end there. And Marcus Mariota, not only does he have a really questionable sense for how close the pass rush is to him when he tries to flee the pocket, like he tries to flee when it's too late. Mm. He also failed to get down at the end of a run, kept fighting for yards, fumbled the ball, and got really lucky that it landed in the Titans' hands on that game-winning drive. There, has been, there was fumble luck, Marcus Mariota, uh, credit. Uh,
2: where it's due he led them on uh, three touchdown drives including the one late in the fourth quarter because the Jets were going three and out repeatedly and he took took advantage of that uh, but I, I just don't buy in at one point uh, the same announcing team I wish I could tell you who it was because I'm blanking on it right now. But they said uh, that the Titans have to take the training wheels off Marcus Mariota. Well, he's wrapping <laughs> been up his fourth in, year. In the NFL. In For a month, while, I mean, what, what are we doing with that?
5: But Mar- Mariota. You had Kevin Harlan and Rich Gannon. There you
6: well, go. they always look like the toddler version of a real offense. They're t- they're a tough watch.
5: <laughs> they're and, six and six, though. These six and six teams, there's a lot of them. Broncos, Dolphins. Nuke them. Titans. Nuke them. Colts, take them out. Every one of they're, them. They're in there. And. Yeah, and and spare me, Tytoons fans
2: coming after me after the game. You want a lollipop because you were able to hold off the New York Jets in your own building? Wasn't there some sort of – there was
5: something going on before the game. They wanted you to agree to call – Yeah. To, I don't know what you, you didn't agree me? to that. And, no.
2: and nor is that Jan a measurement stick. The Jets are terrible. They're, the Jets stink. You want a lollipop? I'm not even going to give you one. One guy came, that came to me on Twitter over the weekend and said, How about this, man? If, if the Jets lose, then you'll never call them the Tytoons again. Are you kidding me? That's where your bar is. Come back to me, Tytoons fans. Come back to me. Nice. Keith Hansis, let's hear from you. I'm sure you're happy.
6: <laughs> <laughs> his
2: name is Keith. Today's loss was the worst this year, a 16-0 lead that was fading away slowly and painfully that we sort of knew what was going to happen at the end. An offense that cannot close and a defense that keeps fading game after game in the third and fourth quarters. The coaching and the players don't seem to be on the same page. It was again another terrible game by the Jets. And another very disappointing game to any Jet fan. Oh, no. That's the voice when when Danny, uh, you know, came back with some homework reports. He used to send homework reports in middle school. If you didn't do your homework, and I'd get home. And if I wasn't able to intercept the homework report in the mailbox before mom or dad saw it, that would be the voice that I would get from Mm. Keith.
3: That was such a rough time uh, in childhood when you knew – that a heat seeker was heading towards your house, and I'd have to try to intercept. Our mailbox was like a mile up the street. It, Don't ask. It but like i had have to like try to get that thing three or four days in a row. And one time I did and buried it in my yard. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> well, then they get you, though, because this happened to me once. Not that time, where, but you're right. Where you intercept them, but then you get about a month later, uh, this is Danny's 17th homework report of the,
3: of the year. And they're like, wait, we only got three. Mm. Well, you can always you know, listen, mom and dad, you guys are busy. I'll go pick up the much. mail today. Let me go get the mail. I, I, you guys do too much around here. And then like, it doesn't show up. <laughs> I got to come back tomorrow and do the same thing. Uh,
2: let's, let's move on. It was tough. Be the kid's tough. Back to throw Allen. Be a Jet fan. Steps around the God. pocket.
0: Now he goes loop to loop. Oh, no. Now the loop other ways loop. go to Greasy. Looking downfield. Oh, throws oh, it. No. It's... Oh, oh no! no. go for it. <laughs> come up with it. it. Charles Clay was as wide <laughs> open as you could possibly be in the end zone.
5: Oh. I feel like we need to explain that play because it's yeah. broadcast. Yeah, they didn't quite pull it off. Uh, is that the Dolphins call? Yeah, because they were so this. Jim, Jimmy Cepolo and
2: Bob Greasy with the call. Josh Allen nearly pulled off the greatest play of his young career. Why would they be upset?
5: They, well, they were they were anticipating Josh Allen making that gotcha. throw. They saw the wide open guy. Someone shouted, "Oh no!" Relieved. I mean, it seems he, like you think. Yeah, he saw the wide open Charles Clay. Oh, okay. He saw the play develop, and right. he thought, "We're gonna lose." <laughs> right. And but no, we won
3: because. Bort- Ideally, we don't need to unpack these calls to this extent. <laughs> right. But here we are. Bortles scrambles, buys a little bit of time. Josh Allen. I'm uh, J- sorry. Yeah, keep it going. <laughs> the funny
2: Freudian. We're slip still getting there. to it. Yeah, seriously. Bortles. Let's get that music back. Josh Allen. Scrambles, buys time. Actually a nice job buying time. But because of his positioning, did not get enough on the throw. So he put it down about 30, 40 yards downfield. And Charles Clay, let's be fair. Big time players make that play. He dove for it and couldn't corral it. That was fourth down. That was the last chance for the Bills. Uh, That was a game. Dolphins escape with a 21-17 win in Orchard Park. Greg, the Bills had multiple chances to take care of business and win this
5: game. But bad teams find a way. And the Dolphins uh, find a way to six and six somehow in a game. Ugh. In a game, thank God the Colts this won. This was like a that. this was like the classic 2008. They are nothing if not consistent. The 2018 Dolphins are kind of the same every week. They got outgained 415 to 175 against <laughs> what? against the Bills.
6: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Shame they, on I mean, you! And they somehow <laughs> they
5: somehow won because of a, a some big plays, some special teams. It was more special teams gaffs. If they move, the they're gonna use it and uh, there was a big personal foul involved right there was penalty there was some penalty I gotta say though I've learned this was the perfect game to be your backup game you know how we each have two games in the morning we're watching and Josh Allen is kind of the perfect guy to be your backup game QB that I've now watched two games in a row because you don't see every single drive but you look up at you know you miss some plays and you look up every once in a while and he's doing some crazy fun stuff he's you know, rushing for 135 yards in this game. What? He, had a, he had a couple just uh, <laughs> yes, nice... 240 yards rushing in right. the last two weeks. He had a couple nice throws. Like they were somehow moving oh, the sorry. ball with plays like that last one that seemed completely improbable and not really repeatable, but just kind of fun to watch. So I like. I'm I'm reserving Josh Allen as my backup uh, second game. 10 a.m. quarterback. That's smart. I
2: had that. I had because
5: <laughs> I don't want to. Walk. <laughs> I used that. I know you wouldn't like
2: this because you love this player. But I, I enjoyed having Lamar Jackson as my backup guy today. Just oh, he's a he's a primary guy. But I, I see where you're checking in on him. I, I was enjoying it
5: at, at different points. You know.
2: Any other thoughts on this game?
5: Xavier and Howard put him in the Pro Bowl. Another co- another insane interception. It, it really it struck me though. Kind of they went back and forth where Allen threw an interception and Tannehill threw an interception, and I just thought like this off this passing attack with Tannehill is no more advanced than the Bills right now. So that really, just the contrast of it. He threw the ball twenty four times for a hundred and thirty seven yards. There's nothing down the field, and it struck me just in year, what is it five for Tannehill? They're not any more advanced passing the ball than the Bills with Josh Allen.
3: Yeah. Four picks in two weeks for Xavier and Howard. Got to wonder if the Dolphins coaching staff might be feeling a little well, hot they just seat won. action. They won
5: the game, though. I mean, they won the I game. I don't know. They're going to find <laughs> – Henry said it. Well, what's the direction? <laughs> no, they my definitely one, won. They one win. thing about the,
3: the <laughs> Dolphins is just they feel directionless to me, and I know Dolphins fans are going to go crazy.
2: We're, I think they
5: agree.
3: He, had some Hank he he, he, well, called, Hank is very
2: he called eight and eight now.
5: like seven weeks ago, and it is lining up for that. Right. I, one last thing is was Jerry Hughes yelling uh, and threatening an official who he says called him a b- censored during the game, and then Hughes told the official the ref called him that. That's what Jerry Hughes said, and there's video of Hughes yelling at the official that he's going to find him in the streets and take care of him. Hmm. That so that seems a, like
6: uh, some discipline probably. I heading feel his like way. it's
5: coming. Like, his way.
3: Interesting move for a ref. Kill him, or
5: he said he wait till he sees him in the streets.
3: Feels like a threat. Let's move on. That's a, The single back. That's bat, the biggest. They
2: will run him the
0: through show. the right side. The ten. The five. Untouched to the end zone. <laughs> Touchdown, Todd Gurley. Me Touchdown, LA. With six fifty-three to go in regulation, the Rams are out to a 22-13 lead. Wes,
2: it's that voice you sometimes hear in your backyard. Jb Long. Long. KSPN with the call. <laughs> You're jaunty. Todd Gurley had a quiet night in the Rams' epic shootout with the Chiefs a couple weeks back. But the Gurley of old was back on Sunday. The running back went for a buck 32 and two touchdowns in the Rams' 30-16 win over the Lions. Mark, this was not a vintage day for the Rams' offense, but they still cracked 30.
3: They looked like a team that had not played since nearly mid-November. I mean, that Chiefs game is a long time ago. And they. The, I give the, Lion, the Lions – are. there's two things happening with the Lions – one, their defense today, because every once in a while they pop up with an effort where you kind of can see where they're going on defense. They played a nice game today and kept they they coaxed Jared Goff into a bad interception, into a fumble, and they hung around. My problem with the Lions, and I'm and and their fans agree that if you go watch this, and I suggest you sit down and watch not the condensed. Mode of this game, mm-hmm. but the three-and-a-half-hour version hmm. to really get the nuance. Every game, every game. Every one of them. But yeah. the crowds coaches was going – Coach's film, too. Please, co- but Coach's film is he- silent, though, because this is an audio note where, this, where <laughs> the stadium was going literally nuts with booze at this offense that is a field goal offense in a league that needs to score. T- you, they could not get out of their own way. One example, with an, op- with an opportunity to put points on the board, before the end of the first half – they're, this is their version of a two-minute offense, which is you're deep in your own territory, and for the 80th drive in a row, it's run, run, you're third and long. Oh, look at this. Here comes here comes an unchecked defender coming right through the line and dropping Matthew Stafford to the ground. I get that they don't have a lot of weapons right now, but it is an unwatchable attack for the most part. They tried to use an onside kick early in the second half. That didn't work. They had a... Tackle eligible play where they th- what <laughs> they threw the t- touchdown to Taylor Decker, but it's like these <laughs> save it for the Detroit Lions podcast. No, these little these little trinkets that they attempt to do, and then the thing is the Rams just get it done by the end. You did, the not, end
6: they- you did not succeed in selling me on the idea of spending three hours alone. No, because I I would suggest that you
3: never ever do that with wow. this game. Uh. This was the anti backup game. <laughs> Lions are four and eight. They've
2: lost five of six. How about the Rams? Eleven and one.
5: After all that, yeah, I didn't even hear about Aaron Donald with uh really cementing his defensive player of the year and maybe uh maybe even getting into the MVP convo with a key strip.
3: Well, I mean, I did mention that they could Quby. not protect for Stafford, and he's for part of the story there. For loss.
5: I know, I'm just saying uh, it's it's amazing how Donald has – he does seem to have a knack for timing those strip sacks, that it always feels like it's at the biggest part of the game.
6: Don't you feel like ever since you heard Von Miller say that stop hitting quarterbacks, just go for the strip sack, like there's way more strip sacks in the NFL mm-hmm. now? Good strategy. Like that. It feels like other pass rushers have taken that lesson. But what are you saying? I feel like there are fewer hits on the quarterback and more hits on the arm and the ball. Von changed the game. Yeah, Von Miller changed the game. And I'm but it shouldn't that have been conventional wisdom years ago? That a, all sacks are not created equal, and the ones that end up with a fumble are worth a lot more than the ones that aren't. Good point, Wes. I don't know.
2: Uh, next week in Chicago, a battle of the past and current
5: team of ATN. Mm, That's fun. hubba. Hubba. Mm. And now a word from our sponsor. You, uh, you may or not have heard from Wes on our last show, but Lowe's is the new home of craftsmen. I'm you not have not as folksy as Wes. I've never owned a toolbox, but that means that I should go to Lowe's, find an ever-growing selection of mechanics <laughs> tools, tools, tool storage more in-store, online, whatever you want. You can check out the 100-tooth ratchet. We've been telling you about it all year. It's got a three-degree arc swing. It's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And it, it, the key is, like, you can teeth? do it.
3: I think the... Three-degree. Three-degree. How many say teeth? it's a lot of fun? you drop 20 teeth 120 yeah,
5: 120 teeth. You got to get all that ratchet. <laughs> and you, the key is, you can do it at home. You can do it for your DIY project. <laughs> Just go shop the new home of Craftsman today at Lowe's.com slash around. That's Lowe's dot com slash around and who knows maybe you'll buy so many when you go lowes around they'll give us some ratchets for the old christmas <laughs> you know what <laughs> i may be folksy but don't underestimate
2: your improbability the old uh, christmas <laughs> and i did i did like it, it's kind of a giveaway for a guy that doesn't use tools when you throw fun in there that's that's so, that's like a made up ad Greg, honest Someone
5: question. never
3: used the tool before. No, honest I, question. If Greg. you're not having
5: fun with your tools, then uh
3: why are you using them? Have honest fun. question Greg. When is and I'm not and I I will not make fun of you no matter what the Talk answer is. When is the last time you held a hammer? Uh
5: I've held I've held hammers for some stuff. I get that, but when? <laughs> that's not even the, the last used. You got just hold it? <laughs> Certainly in the last month. Or that should two. be your. Uh, so you held a for your Well, putting yeah, putting some photos. Up I'm going to ch- I'm going to wall. Check, fact check this on the wall.
3: with other people in your family. This is, this is in the on, last month. She won't answer your your. Oh yes, hour. she will. <laughs> Trust me. Yes, she will.
2: Let's uh, finish out the, <laughs> the NFC West.
3: I'm laughing so
4: hard. I can't even press the button. This is such a
5: long ad. Read. Yeah, she will. <laughs> yeah, she will. That was amazing.
6: Seattle rushes
0: three. Mullins throws to the middle. It's intercepted. Going the other way. He's out across the 30, the 40, midfield, down the far sideline. Is he going to outrun everybody? He is. It's Bobby Wagner from the goal line. 99 yards. He lays down in the end zone. Somebody bring him oxygen. <laughs> nice call
2: from Steve Reibel. Seahawks broadcasting. Bobby Wagner's 98-yard pick six put the finishing touches on a dominant effort by the Seahawks. who cruise past the Niners 43-16 at the clink. Russell Wilson threw four touchdowns without a pick. Seattle Cruz, despite surrendering, 400, surrendering 452 yards of total offense. I, wa- I, I presume a lot of that was garbage time. Mark, the Seahawks look as dangerous as any team in the wildcard
0: race right now.
3: Right. For all the teams, I'm sure there's some people that get wildly annoyed that it seems like I've knocked down every team we discussed left and right. But there's only like 5 or 6 you could really buy into. The Seahawks though are climbing into that world where I wouldn't want to play them down the stretch and they have who is it next week? Let's take a they look. They
6: have Minnesota at
3: home. That's the game. Minnesota. Minnesota I think Minnesota is in hot water with that one. Seattle is playing just so well right now and I you know, I don't know what to take too much of this affair on the fact that they dropped an epic bomb on a Niners team that Really is directionless completely, and the whole Nick Mullins thing was a very nice uh, evening on television a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Should have traded him but, while was Right, his value it's, is high. Uh, it is utterly over at this point. They they could not get out of their own way with a couple really bad. They had a punt return fumble when they were up thirteen. When they were down thirteen, nothing and then they proceed to have a Malcolm Smith uh, helmet hit on Wilson. They have a PI at the goal line, and the Seahawks go up 20 nothing. There's still more than half the game left, and you know it's over. And you knew it was over about 10 minutes in. And I feel a little bit for, for Kyle Shanahan because 20 of 28 games that he's coached have been with – Total no-name Hammond Eggers under center. You know, the Jimmy G injury, injury, obviously, but it's like all of last season and then all of last this season, he's trying to maximize these nobodies, and they're really just a lost team right now. You talk about the the number one pick. They are absolutely in contention for that.
5: 2-10 and 10 with the Raiders, the worst record in the league. I mean, Wagner had a pick six, a sack, a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, uh, a couple tackles for loss, a couple passes defensed. He is insane. I mean, he... he Aaron Donald's going to win defensive player of the year, but I feel like Tony Dungy's probably already voted for Bobby Wagner for MVP. <laughs> yeah, but you get these he's games from Wagner. Him, right. if, if Wagner's getting MVP 3 years ago, he's getting the vote from Dungy this year.
6: So, the Seahawks keep ticking off wins. They beat the Packers, the Panthers, the 49ers, and in my mind in the NFC, they have moved during that time, you move ahead of the Vikings, the Panthers, the Redskins, the Eagles, all those teams in the pecking order, and now you'd be surprised if they don't make the playoffs, and they should be the favorite for the number five seed. And they are the that, five seed
3: right now, right. and yeah, there's no reason to think they'll lose it. You're after right. that Vikings game, they do have a, they do have the Chiefs, but you also have another 49ers contest and the Cardinals.
6: Yeah, you close out the year with the Cardinals when some other teams have tougher competition in Week 17. That's a big boost for the Seahawks.
5: I mean, the game was over, and Russell Wilson had three touchdowns on four completions. That's like Brian Schottenheimer... Nirvana, right there. Is he? Is he getting some <laughs> love for? That's like the his coach of the year? It's like Marty Schottenheimer's vision of football. Back.
2: I mean, and this room, and uh, maybe not you, Greg. You did a pretty nice job with the Seahawks this year, but a lot of people had a lot of fun at the expense of the Seahawks and the direction of the team, including the hiring of uh, Shadi, who does not have a great track record in this league. Uh, but they are proving people wrong. But one thing, and I should say this, he carries a good coach out of respect for. Uh, the former team of ATN. Seattle could win the rest of their games this year, and they still would not win the NFC West because the Rams clinched that title for the second straight
6: year with their win today. It's impressive. First back to back in 30 years for them. Mark, this is your corner. Does Schottenheimer <laughs> have a chance to win assistant coach of the year? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> to well, Sunday Night Football. There it is. <laughs> 39 yards. Mike Wint is the snapper. Donnie Jones is the holder to win the game in Pittsburgh. And he does it. That was unbelievable. Oh, he Artie had a block. Yeah, Artie Burns was offside again. Penalty declined. Field goal's good. They were offside three straight times. There
2: it is. Mike Badgley with the game winner from 29 yards out. Uh, three consecutive. Offsides calls on the Steelers. The first two resulted in blocks that got waved off the third time. He makes the kick, Badgerly. Penalty declined in the Los Angeles Chargers. And one of the biggest wins, regular season wins, in many, many years for this Chargers team 33 to 30 over the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. If you would believe it, Greg Rosenthal, my goodness. This game looked well in hand for the Steelers, who were up 23-7 at the half. But the Chargers, led by Phil Rivers, kept charging.
5: Sometimes you got to have an incredible event happen to shock some people out of their doldrums and let them know that this is not every other Chargers season that it's not the same old Chargers. The same things need to happen to them just because it's happened before. They come into this game without Melvin Gordon. They get a great effort from Justin Jackson in the second half of that game. A huge reason why they won. And they get some breaks and they take advantage of it. The play where the Steelers should have intercepted Phillip Rivers in the end zone. It pops up. They get a touchdown right. out of it was where this game really changed for me. They get a big break, but you know what good teams do? They take advantage of their break. After that, They hit a two-point conversion. Joey Bosa gets after Ben Roethlisberger. They go right down the field for two more touchdowns, including the two-point conversion to Gates. So, yeah, you get a little break, but they were by far the better team in the second half, and when they got that ball at the end, I felt good that they were going to go down in the field and score, and that's what they
3: did. This is what you wanted to see from a Chargers team that at halftime had me very much in despair, that they were simply one of these, another another one of these ghost ships. They're going to surprise you until December and then fade away. That Justin Jackson drive, a 17-yard huge run, followed by a 19-yard catch, a great catch by Keenan Allen, and then the 18-yard touchdown. That is, I think, a psychic shift for the Chargers in this game. Two more breaks.
6: The missed block in the back call on Desmond King's punt return touchdown. That was a
3: minor one, but okay. I mean, it was
6: obvious he pushed it was it right in the back. Borderline. It was a mild
5: call, and it was at, like, the 25-yard line. That
6: was so. one of the most obvious pushes oh.
5: in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it happened right there, right when he was
6: avoiding him.
5: So, okay, well, fine. It, give him the ball at the 35, and, and I'll take it. Well, well I, I am in the middle of
6: making a football point.
5: Yes, yes.
6: Also, the Go other ahead. break was – After they get done playing Renegade in the stadium and everybody's hyped up, the defense comes out with energy, they lay the wood on Austin Neckler and he doesn't get the third foot down for a football move, so it's not a fumble. It's just an incomplete pass. That was a big play in the game too.
2: Wes locked up the Steelers. That was that sound that you heard. And if you were following our uh, Periscope account, um, a a heart-wrenching loss for the leader in the picks, Wes. But uh, you'll be okay.
6: Well, I'm, I'm a little disturbed because ever since I said I'll take the Colts and me in the locks against you and the Texans, Dan. And then <laughs> since then, the Texans have won twice in seven days.
5: Colts have lost,
6: and mm. you won in the locks, and I lost in the locks.
5: Wait, so. but he didn't even take the Texans, and he ended up making a wrong choice. But we're way off topic, yeah. right? Oh, back, back to the, the game. I think this is the
2: topic. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, but, um, the catch, Keenan Allen. Uh, That changed the game. That was a, a great point, Greg. And Keenan Allen, who started the season a little bit slow out of the gate, and he's been able to stay healthy all season, which has been another issue in his career. But this was a huge, huge career highlight game for him, 14 for 148 and a touchdown and the two-point conversion on 19 targets. This game, as great as Phil Rivers is, Keenan Allen seems to get uh, lost in the shuffle a lot when talking about the best wide receivers. He had a money game when the team needed him the most.
5: Desmond King's made a lot of plays. It's just, if you're going to be a team that's trying to get a bye like the Chargers are. And now I think you have to look at them as a serious contender for the AFC West and a bye. Because this was kind of that game, and they have another tough one against the Ravens, but this was that game they needed to get before they go to Kansas City to stay in the mix where they have a chance. you got to get contributions from a lot of different players like Jackson, like Desmond King. And if you're the Steelers, not only do you lose the game, but you lose James Conner to what looked like um, could be a significant injury. And you have a tough stretch coming up with the Saints and the Patriots coming up. And Roethlisberger, like he has all season, plays really well overall, but just has that one throw that you can't forget about at the end of the game. And this was the first half throw where Derwin James picked him off on a a pop fly when they could have really put that game away.
3: I mean, your hope... Would be we don't know exactly what's going on with James Conner right now. You do have the Raiders in Oakland next week. Maybe James Conner, depending on the situation, gets right for that stretch, that evil stretch against the Patriots, and then into New Orleans. Well, if yeah, if you're looking at the buy
5: picture, I mean, the Texans move up a slot for sure because even and the Patriots are in even better position. If the Patriots win out in the AFC East, the Steelers can't that pass them. That will never even, happen. Even if the Pittsburgh beats. New England, they are now two games behind, a yeah, game and a half behind the Patriots. So they need to beat New England and hope the Patriots stub their toe a, another game like next week in Miami.
3: I mean, I can't imagine a script. I don't know if I feel like I've experienced this before, where the Steelers have a nice hot season and then have to go deal with the Patriots and suddenly their starting running back gets hurt. Does that happen like three <laughs> or four times?
2: <laughs> and it did just give me the thought uh, when you think about this great AFC West race, the 10 and 2. Uh, Chiefs, the nine and three Chargers. Some AFC teams' reward for winning their division is going to have going to be one of these two teams coming to their building
5: in the wild card round. I mean, it's it's probably that will yeah. be a challenge. Could be the Steelers. It's it's either yeah. the Steelers, Texans, or Patriots. I mean, we know f- five teams are in the playoffs. We don't need we don't need to do a bunch of playoff picture or whatever. The Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers, Steelers, and Texans are in. It's not official, but they're all getting in. They're all 95 to 96-plus percent chance to get in, and we're just playing the rest of the AFC for seeding and to figure out who number six is. You haven't even mentioned this yet, but the Ravens are only a half game behind the Steelers. That's another one. Mm. Well,
2: it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, but a big win for the Los Angeles Chargers who have lost – Tough games throughout their history in the regular season and got a big spotlight tonight and they come through.
5: How about what's the opposite of the cur- you know, what's whatever the opposite of a curse of Matt Money Smith and DJ, Daniel yeah. Jeremias? That's what the Chargers got going on. You put them as your radio broadcast crew, suddenly you're flying. <laughs> Greg's all fired up about that. <laughs> I'm excited to see the Chargers win. All right. That's it. This is
2: Dan Hansis signing off for <laughs> Quiet Storm, the mailman, the old boss. And Ricky Hollywood behind the glass. We'll be back next on Tuesday afternoon, 1.30 Pacific with our Twitter show. Do not miss it. Till then.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. come